Hi guys, I'm back and this is the Charity Guru podcast. This is episode two. Um, In this episode, we are going to be talking all about, you guessed it, student fundraising. So the first thing that I want to talk to you all about is like, what is student fundraising? Student fundraising is basically what it says on the tin. It is students who can get involved in fundraising with their universities. Now, for those of you who don't know what fundraising is, fundraising is essentially raising funds. So that means doing charity work. It means doing bucket collections in order to get money donated to a particular cause. So fundraising is something that brings in a lot of money for the sake of the charity to support them. So there are tons and tons of ways you can get into student fundraising and one of them is RAG. There is a blog post currently up on the blog about what RAG is. It's a raising and giving society. Um, Most students unions do have a branch of it or at least a charity society that is a RAG. There's a big extensive history which you can read more about in the blog Um, and it's a way that students can come together and raise a lot of money for a lot of good causes. Um, as well as RAGs, you can also get involved in overseas treks. These are often facilitated by RAGs and also marathons and similar treks. These challenges can also come in the form of doing different sorts of marathons and also taking on various challenges such as 24-hour dance-a-thons and things like that that RAGs organise. These often come with like a quite a hefty fundraising target. So for example, a lot of the overseas challenges normally are pushing around £3,000, sometimes less, sometimes a bit more. I know that Kilimanjaro is a very popular mountain to climb for a lot of students because it's just such a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, However, the thing is, the actual Kilimanjaro trip often costs around £3,500 and that's just a ridiculous amount to raise. It's very easy when you know what you're doing and if you have the right support behind you, but if you don't, it can be really hard. So in terms of overseas treks and such, it is really helpful to have a rag behind you and it's really helpful to know what you're doing and to have the experience with student fundraising that someone like me does or someone who's been inside the sector has had for a long time. Just for a little advertisement plug, if you go through the blog, you will be able to find lots of fundraising help and lots of fundraising resources to help you if you are struggling to fundraise the money that you need for an overseas trek that you are aiming to do. So if you are looking to get into student fundraising but you aren't involved in a RAG or your university doesn't have a RAG, then a way to get involved in societies and charities who do fundraising work is a way to get involved yourself. A lot of societies have a particular charity that they're choosing to support, for example Cancer Research UK or Breast Cancer Now. Um, Brain Tumor Research is also a very common one that people support. 
However, I can imagine now with a lot of the ecosystem trouble that's going on, places like Sea Shepherd UK are becoming a lot more um, popular for people to support. So if you aren't able to get involved with your RAG and be a representative of them or be a member, then go ahead and see if there's any societies that are running any treks in your university that you can get involved with. There is also volunteering that you can do. There are lots of societies which like to do conservation and these will sometimes want to be more involved with raising money for charities too because often it will help them towards their five star um, that they will get as a part of being in the activities department at their university. So another way you can get involved with charity fundraising if your university simply doesn't have anything to do with charity work at all is you can go straight to the charities. Most charities that you go online and search for, including like Breast Cancer Now, British Heart Foundation, Beat, so many different ones, have all their own fundraising packs online. The Children's Society even has a free online site where like a boohoo.com or like ASOS where you can just book and order fundraising resources and they deliver them right to your door. So that can be really helpful. And also if you do discover that your university doesn't have a fundraising sector or society set up, then you can do that yourself. Um, A lot of them should have a rag. It's quite a common thing for them to have. Maybe it's something that you're missing. However, if they don't, why don't you look into setting one up yourself? There will be ways on the blog for you to look up how you can set one of these up. The way that a lot of the challenges and treks and challenges and other things that are set up are normally through partner challenge suppliers. A very common one that people go to is at charity challenges or choose a challenge. These are places which often connect with various charities such as Hope for Children and they will be able to put on such as a trip to the Atlas Mountains so that a student can fundraise money in the name of Hope for Children. Half of that money will go towards the charity and half of that money will go towards that student's trip abroad. To do these challenges is such an excellent way to travel whilst you're at university without possibly losing time on your education, but also you're not going to get the chance to go to a lot of these places whilst you're at university. I mean, I've been to so many places myself, including so many just brilliant places overseas in Asia and Africa that I would never get to go to at the age of 18, 19 without the help of my rag. So travelling is so much easier if you do go down the challenge route. It is quite difficult to always be involved with it and it is quite difficult to fundraise the money on your own because a lot of people aren't willing to help you. But when they are willing to help, it can be such a godsend and you will have the best experiences of your life. I didn't always have a great experience when I went abroad. Um, that's a podcast for another time. However, the one when I did have good experiences, they were amazing and they have changed my life. So I really do recommend that people go ahead and do get involved in challenges because they are tough and they are hard, but they will change your uni life and you will remember them for the rest of your life.
When it comes to having a RAG at your university, a lot of the time they will attend a RAG conference. So RAG conference is run by NASFA, that is the National Student Fundraising Association, and they essentially bring together, uh, they are a part of NUS, which is the National Union of Students, and they bring together a lot of students from around the country to talk about fundraising, and also to give charities the chance to network with students who they want to work with, and also for challenge providers to persuade RAGs to let them be their charity challenge partner for the year. It can be quite a competition. Um, a lot of charities are trying to advertise themselves as being the best. Of course, they want to raise the most money they can for their cause. And they're all such worthy causes. But obviously, it's also really difficult to just pick one charity. Because if you could, you pick them all. However, you've got to be on the ball about choosing your charities. And I will do a little bit of a podcast and some posts about due diligence processes and the best way to vet your charities and making sure that they are doing the best job that they best that they possibly can do. RAG conference is a really fun time. It's a party, it's a laugh, you can get drunk, have all the students go out. But they also have loads of fun workshops about charities, the best way that your RAG can make money, the best way that your volunteers can make money, and also how to support challenge leaders. Challenge leaders are students who go on the trip um, they, they fundraise the money for the charity, they fundraise the money to go on the trip. However, they are in charge of looking after a small bunch of students that are also going on the trip. And they are often in charge of the little group a little bit. They report to RAG, they report to the charity, and the charity will often give them a set of rules or like a checklist that they need to tick off in order to make the most of their fundraising experience. They will then probably get a discount for doing this and they will be more of like an in-country operative, less less importance on them, but they are, yeah, they're a bit of like a, a hub for the charity and the students to talk to about how they feel, about how they think the group's doing, about how the group wants to talk to the charity. It's a whole nother thing and I could do a whole thing on challenge leaders. Um, but yeah, RAG Conference teaches you a lot about fundraising and you do meet so many people and you meet people that are high up. NASFA has a lot of people there who apply to be on their committee. So there's like social media, there's chair, there's Southwest representatives, Southeast, Northwest, so many different ways of getting involved. You can even be in charge of Scotland or Ireland. So in terms of that, it is a really important thing to be involved with. I have applied to be part of NASFA a couple of times. I have never quite been successful. However, they are, I think, maybe possibly disbanding just because NUS isn't funding them anymore. And therefore, I think it's something that may not exist in future. However, at the moment, NASFA is still running the RAG conference. I don't know where RAG conference will be held this year. Last year, it was held in Bristol, um, but no one seems to have come forward as of yet to want to host it. So RAG Conference might not exist, but RAG Conference is a chance for a lot of awards to be given out as well, recognising charities and recognising student volunteers who've done really well, and also for different RAGs to meet up and show off what they've done and have almost a little friendly competition about who's raised more, how have they done that, how can we learn from each other, that is what RAG is.
When it comes to being involved in student fundraising, I think it's really important to know what charity is right for you, whether you are part of a RAG or whether you are individually doing it. A RAG will often take votes for who they want to support for the year. Um, that's often done by like a student vote and then whoever's more popular will be supported by the RAG. However, if you're a student that wants to individually fundraise and you don't have a particular connection with any like charity because of a personal issue, then really do your research, find out who's struggling. For example, Brain Tumor Research receives less than 1% of all donations that are given to their charity every year and breast cancer charities receive the most. And what's bizarre about that is that, of course, every cause is worthy and should get the money they get. However, brain tumour brain tumours kill more people than breast cancer does every year and therefore it's bizarre to think that they get the least funding from that. So make sure you do your research, see if the charity you're supporting is the charity that you could be making a difference for. Are there plenty of other people supporting that charity? Could you make a difference? supporting a smaller one and really making an impact on something that a lot of other people maybe aren't at the time. I think it's really important to know how your work will help a charity. I think it's important for you to understand that Every charity has a need and has a want and they have a goal and you need to be in line with that goal. You need to want the same thing as they do and it shouldn't be for selfish reasons. I know everyone says it's really good to put something on your CV but you need to remember you're you're helping real people. You're making real things change and or you're helping real animals, whatever you choose to do. If you want to say fluffy animals, you do you. I think that if you're doing your work for the right reasons, then that will make you an excellent student fundraiser and that's what will get you awards. That is what will make you nominated by RAGS for the RAG conference to get an award for the work you've done. I know that if you aren't involved in student fundraising or if you've never really even heard of it, if you don't even have a clue what a RAG is and even if I'm not helping you, I know that there are so many ways you can still get involved with student fundraising and there are so many ways that universities, students, unions and charities can help you with your fundraising. So ways that your RAG can help you can include them pointing you in the direction of different uh, RAG members. So for so example, someone who's running the overseas checks or the president or the campaigns advisor, someone will be able to help you set up the event that you need. Someone also may be able to help you work out how to book that table that you don't know how to book or where you can borrow a sheet from for doing painting or something. Like There are so many ways they can help you. Student unions are alive with items you can borrow, silly things like hats or they get free drinks all the time. Ask if you can have some free drinks. Ask if you can put those in bags to use as goodie bags that you sell for Christmas. See if you can do a craft thing. Look out for the festivals your union is holding. Ask your charities what resources they can send you have they got balloons have they got banners bunting have they got t-shirts that you can give away for free have they got old merchandise that they don't need they don't use that they're just going to recycle that you can have and you can make part of your fundraising I think the biggest thing about being a student fundraiser is being vocal you need to be able to sit there and go okay what can I do? What do I have the resources to do? Okay, I don't have this resource, so where can I get that from? Ask your university, ask your students' union, ask your RAG, 
they can all help you and they all want to help you. The whole point of being part of this community of student fundraising is being passionate about what you do and being up for fundraising for any cause whatsoever and making a difference in people's lives and the way that you become more confident doing that is becoming more open and speaking out I know people that had severe anxiety before getting involved in charity and now they can speak in front of crowds they can make workshops and they just make a difference every day because it feels good so be sure to find out how people can help you don't hesitate to ask and also never forget about the blog the blog is always here to help it's a silent friendly helper and if you want direct help please don't hesitate to contact me through the contact form the final part that i want to mention in this episode today about student fundraising is how you can get involved in student fundraising If your university doesn't have a RAG, then like I've mentioned before, find a charity that suits you and maybe set up a society. See if you have any friends. Normally you need about five people to set up a society, I think. However, that will change varying on your university. Um, Find out if you've got any friends that want to support British Heart Foundation. Find out if you've got any friends that just need something on their CV. See if there's anyone out there that's really passionate about, you know, baking cakes for dogs. Anything. You can really get involved with student fundraising if you try. And if you do have a RAG, ask how you become a member, ask how you can get onto an overseas track if that's what you're interested in, see when their committee elections open. Often RAGs do struggle to get people on their committees and I think they'd be welcoming with open arms to anyone. They'd be willing to just hop on and learn. Never be scared that you won't know anything. There is training, that is the whole point. And also we're human, we make mistakes. You're rarely paid for your RAG work and I think that it's important to be okay with that and to be a volunteer for the right reasons and I think that if you want to be involved with student fundraising you will find a way so do not worry whatsoever So finally guys, I just want to say a quick goodbye from the charity guru from this episode. I hope you've learned a lot more about student fundraising in particular and that I've covered a lot of the questions you might have surrounding it. Please look out for my next episode coming soon and I hope you enjoyed it. Bye!